So get this. If you customize a pen and then use it to solve puzzles, you can solve more puzzles. Or like if you customize the dart that you're using, you can throw better darts. Hey, 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 hello listeners and viewers as well now. Welcome to Squeezing the Orange of Social Science, a podcast co-hosted by myself, comedian Akinomo Bitan and Professor Dan Cable. On each episode, the two of us pick apart peer-reviewed and published social science papers and we squeeze them apart for their best bits so that you, the listener, and now viewers also don't have to sift through pages and pages of academic literature. What's up, Dan? Hi, Akin. Hey, hey, hey. Seems like you've really perfected that at this point. That's kind of like the main thing that I've been perfecting yeah, the last 12 really months well is just kind of like... A, a, I was watching your <laughs> eyes because you said, yeah. Wait, look, yeah, I mean, you're still staying engaged. I'll look for the time you kind of have to shut off to that because you've done it so many times. Well, this is it because typically we record this podcast in a studio and we can just sit across from one one another and then we can just look lovingly into each other's (laughs) eyes. Whereas now it's like, I'm like, do I look at Dan on Mm -hmm. the screen or do I look at Dan in the, do I look to the people? It's, uh, this is going to be another thing for me to learn for 12 months. Fine, We're going to get there together. So today's exciting episode has to do with um, customizing the products that we buy and use and something about that makes us more attached to the products and then makes us perform better with them, which is a little bit outlandish. I mean, just to it's say that, it's a bit crazy. <laughs> it's, it's a little... Because with the attachment, that would that had already been recorded, right, in like the uh, psych- psychological sciences, right? That like, you know, if you like, if you like hit up a house party, like the first like cup that you take and start drinking your beers with, you might get a bit like attached to that. If someone gifts you like a coffee mug or something, there's already this kind of like attachment thing that we do. Yeah, Whereas right. this study that we're going to look at is around this idea that once we customize it, yeah. our abilities with that, I guess, product or like tool, we can actually, we improve uh, what we're using it for. This is going to make a lot more sense. Bear with us. This is some weird science. Give an example. It's a little bit weird, but so much of this stuff is freaky, you know, but here's one, like say you're a runner and then you kind of customize your Nikes and like, I guess you paint them up the color you like painting them up. You will run faster, that sort of thing. Or like, if you're faster, using, longer, yeah, stronger, better. That's, <laughs> that's what like makes us. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they should have just done. Instead of spending six million dollars on this man, just it's give him a pair of customized Nikes, and then be like, "Look, here's a terrorist organization <laughs> that we wish for you to infiltrate." Go get him down. <laughs> Well, let's Should shout we, out the. Uh, I was going to say we've already maybe, started. Maybe we this. better. Maybe we better get in there. Okay, so um, is it Ulrike Kaiser, Martin Schreier, and Chris Janowski? Janowski. I was practicing and, like all of those names, and oh, I was really? like, you "Excellent do. trio." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, trio. Um, and uh, this the name of this article is the self-expressive customization of a product can improve performance. And this was published in the Journal of Marketing Research. Super. And those names and the title of the paper will be in the description in below. Like, so just follow my finger. Yeah. That's so like yeah, if you want to read the 40 pages that we're going to squeeze. <laughs> we should mention that's why we squeeze these oranges, right? So that they don't have to. But sometimes people are like, ooh, you guys did such a good job that I now wish to subject myself to... <laughs> 
I want to get in there. I want to, I want to peel it. I want to peel it myself. So that's great. You know, that's good. That means we've sold it well. Uh, how should we introduce this? Do you want to kind of talk about, I mean, there's a couple of ways that I could introduce it, but Akin, how would you want to introduce this? I guess we should, why? I guess essentially why have this trio like gone out and done all of this uh, research and I guess to kind of like what benefit? Um, and I would say in the way that this study is written, they kind of describe the benefits as being for like, I guess, kind of like marketing. Whereas reading it as an individual, I was a bit like, no, this sounds like it's got a lot of benefits for me. It sounds mm-hmm. like there might mm-hmm. be opportunities in my actual life yeah. where I can tweak some of the things that I use and improve my, I don't know, improve yeah. my output, so to yeah. say. That's really So good. there was what, four, four studies that they looked at, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they did all of these four studies on some university uh, campus. I, I don't know which one. I think they try not to say, right? They prefer not to say. They try to keep that kind of... Um, but because one of them was for class credit, if we go up and see where the, uh, where the authors hail from, we'll probably have a pretty good sense of where... Let's see. This would probably be at um, Vienna University of Economics and Business, perhaps. It could also be at the University of Miami. Okay. Or it could also be at the University of Florida. Those so we've, pro- oh, yeah. So we've whittled it down to, to free. three. Three. Um, and let me just say something I find really compelling and important at the top, Akin. So much of this marketing research has focused on the idea that when we consume certain brands, let's say a Rolex, what we're trying to do is take from the brand and add to our identity. So... In essence, we're trying to take what's been built and then glom onto it. So you gather prestige by wearing a Rolex. That's one way to say it. What this study is so cool about is it's the opposite. It's saying that based on who I am, my personality, my values, the way that I would want things to be, I put that into the product and then it represents me. And I think at the top level, that's what's so cool. And in terms of performance, you can already start to hear maybe the logic seeping out because if I am putting it out there and I'm saying, this is me, then I want it to represent me better. So to the extent that it helps me perform, like use a pen for writing and solving anagrams. Well, now that performance represents me because I'm using a pen that represents me. Or like this, I'm sorry, go Oh, no, no, no. I was, I was just going to ad lib so you can continue. Go, get in there. <laughs> yeah, this is the, well, like I was going to say, we can jump into like using the, uh, the pen anagram. We can kind of really jump into like what they did on, on Good. study one. Good. So yeah, on study one, they got like about 200 or so um, students at one of these uh, universities that should not be named. And this was a performance task. So um, you can feel free to jump in then. Um, so from my oh, understanding of it, yeah. <laughs> so from what I gather, they, they kind of like rock up. They rock up at this like behavioral lab yeah. and randomly they're assigned to either do this study using a, a pen, which they will customize themselves, or they will kind of like, this is because there's a bit, there was some weird stuff that they did here, or they would like gift a pen 
to another one of the students and then that student would use a pen that was gifted to them but they also wanted the pen that was being gifted to be for the opposite sex well um, i have a theory about that and it is a little bit weird um gender and sex come up a couple of times in these studies so readers as uh, golf. <laughs> like, this, this trio really enjoy golf let's oh say God. the product was a golf club <laughs> for example just as one example it's just one example just one example you seven times <laughs> <laughs> i think that part of what they were doing here was looking at a couple of different things one is whether or not it's customized so like it might be customized by somebody else or it might be yep. customized by you and yep. then if you're customizing you might do it for yourself or for somebody else and the whole opposite sex thing i think that was just like you know for somebody else like i don't think that it mattered very much that it was the opposite sex mm. it was just I, I could be wrong about that, but my, my gut was telling me that they were just doing that because they wanted to have a condition in which, yes, you, the focal person, were customizing a pen, yep. but you weren't doing it for you. Yep. Therefore, you weren't building your own self-expression in. I don't know. Maybe I got that Yeah, I just, I just didn't get the... Because I was reading it, hoping that that would somehow play like a really big part. I, I like, think is this going to help did. me like pick up? Like, Should I be hitting the bar <laughs> with like... <laughs> You were looking for tips. Should I have like 17 <laughs> pens in my inside pocket? <laughs> Three of which are like, customized for you. Three like, of which are with a magnifying glass. Like, tell me, tell me more about this. Yeah, you're, you're like reading the footnotes. <laughs> where does the, where does it say which one worked best? <laughs> I want to really help my, my romantic pursuits with your dating games so you can see that Akin is coming to these studies with a very specific goal in mind <laughs> he's trying to squeeze something <laughs> let's get let's do some science so <laughs> oh dear i just i was just i was curious i was curious so like what happens is the groups uh the the group that are customizing everyone goes away for two weeks and this is because of like pen production or whatnot so they come back two weeks later and two weeks later what they have to do is complete they're given like eight random letters and they need to complete as many correctly spelled anagrams as possible, but with no time limit. So what they're able to measure with this is that if you have a pen, which you have customized for yourself and you are using, what they're looking to see actually is, are you going to be working at this task for a longer period of time? And also, are you going to be able to create more correctly spelled words? And that was, I think, between like two, they gave them eight letters and the words had to be yeah. either two to eight letters long. Yeah. So it's like, is this increasing your your motivation, your drive, yeah. your persistence, your, yeah. I guess, even cognitively as well? Are you kind yeah. of like thinking a lot more sharply, creatively? And are you like really using your brain because okay. because you have this customized pen? And part of what I want to throw in here is the, the study was really well done in the sense that they tried to rule out alternative explanations for what's going on here. So like they measured how accomplished the person felt. Uh, was their mood really good? 
Um, was the task seeming more desirable, more fun? And also, this was a great one, the reluctance to use the pen, because their idea was, I tried not to wear out the pen by writing too many words. <laughs> hey, that's pretty funny, right? But it I remember is. like being a, like a school kid and like, yeah. for some, was, yeah. you know, like kids, I'm, I'm sure every kid does this weird thing. So I'm going to say, assuming everyone did this, but when you would like spend like your like pocket money or money that you'd saved and you'd buy yourself some like really sweet stationery, if I did get a really nice pen... Yeah. I would, I, w- I would try not to use it as much because yeah, I'd be yeah. a bit like, oh no, this needs to last some time. So I'd yeah. have like an A pen, like you like, <laughs> you get called up. It's like a eight year old Atkin is like, you get called up when it's time to like sign for like mortgages and <laughs> to write. Hey, you're, you're a serious pen. You're, you're a serious special pen. pen. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd have like the B pen, which is just, no, you get to do like homework and like you get to be like my drumsticks. I'm not paying attention in class. Um, so like so I guess anyway. the, results, the results were, were immediately quite interesting. I'm just kind of like scribbling through my, my notes right now, actually, because what they did well, find is there was a significant difference on both measures. Um, yeah. So- and to be honest, it's pretty sweet. Like how much it, it wasn't nothing. So like, for example, in terms of um, how long they work at it, almost a hundred more seconds, you know, almost two minutes that they worked on it when they had a customized pen and then they got about four more words, right? Um, so that's pretty good in a way because, you know, we're only talking about like 20 words. So if you're getting four or more of those, you know, it's actually a pretty substantial jump. And, um, you know, it was kind of cool. I, I felt, I, I, I was surprised. So. I, I was surprised. And then, yeah, I, we, Oh yeah. I was going to say, cause like the additional thing that's really cool. Why I find this so cool is this wasn't just like two or three peeps. Like they had like, I think at the end they ended up with like about a sample of like 250 um, right. participants engaged in this. So we're kind of looking at these numbers on average. And so, yeah, if it is just like, you know, me versus Dan, you might just be a bit like, well, maybe one of them's just like, you know, better at like words or one of them like yeah. just has a lot more yeah. fun or enjoys it more. But when you do have like a, a bit of a pretty tasty, what I think is a tasty like sample size, it's looking at those large. averages, when you start like, I guess, um, like waving that kind of like, not waving, but like, uh, I guess assigning that to, if you have like teams or yeah. if you have like yeah. organizations, yeah. Um, yeah. like, or if you have even a specific individual that you might find trouble like i don't know motivating or inspiring it's quite interesting to know that you can actually like kind of like increase their performance significantly not by like the carrot or the stick but by getting them to assign a bit more of their identity to like the the tool that they're using i think that's really super interesting and i think that one of the weird things about human beings is we seem to care a lot about expressing who we are like unlike other animals, you know, <laughs> other animals, I don't like wear what kind of shirt, you know, <laughs> like, look at me, this says something about me. And I think, and even with human- other animals, you just kind of got to like express what you got. Right. So yeah. like yeah. the peacock isn't going to be like, well, like which colors shall I display today? They're Decide. just like, these are the colors that God gave me. And damn it. I hope one of these like women, I keep going back to the women. What's going on with, <laughs> <laughs> but like as humans, we've got an ability to peacock, so to speak. And we can, like you're saying, Dan, we can choose like, you know, how our identity is kind of like projected out into the world. And somehow that seems to bond us to the activity in a, in a, in a deeper way. And that's why, um, while this study didn't even come close to this, as I was reading this study, I was thinking a lot about personalizing work 
and about like customizing the way you do your work around your own taste and skills and perspectives. And it would do the same thing, I think. It would bond you in a deeper way to the work. But um, I don't think we want to go into this, but they also did a secondary study A where they replicated the entire thing and it replicated, and then they ruled out even more alternatives. So like they also ruled out satisfaction with the pen, increased feelings of competence at the task, setting more aggressive goals, and thinking that the product was actually a better pen. And so the idea that they replicated is important, but the idea that they also were able to rule out even more alternatives, it just makes it a better um, set of studies. So then rolling along into study two, they decided to move to what I liked was a whole new type of product because you wouldn't want to just keep doing pens. You'd want to show pens can become a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So then they moved to the beer coasters. Hmm? They did, which um, I see this is, I kept reading this study and I was a bit like, these guys are having a good time. Like, let's get a whole bunch of students into the lab with like beer coasters. And you know, like the flippy game uh, uh, viewers, listeners, the flippy game where you get the beer coaster on the end of the table and you want to kind of like flip it up and then catch it. At the, at like all in kind of like one mode. So this was the competition. That's that the competition. Were, yeah, that was, that was the goal. And so what's good about that is that now we're talking about a behavioral performance, whereas the last one was quite cognitive. I think that's kind of interesting. It's also, I don't know if you saw it, but in the back, they showed some of the beer coaster um, that were designed. And one of them had the gator from the University of Florida. So that Ooh, makes me think that this study, we're definitely into Florida now. This, the Swiss don't really go for the Gators, I don't think. So we're, we're talking one of University of Miami or University of Florida. We're getting someone in trouble. So. <laughs> also, wait, so, um, so yeah, we're talking about like the performative element of this and they did this in groups as well. So there was like 16 yeah. sessions. Each of these groups were about seven to 20 students per session. What was also interesting was a couple of things. One of them is that they, this was exclusively for female participants. Yeah. I'm, I'm not entirely sure why. They do say why. And it says we selected female students because a pretest showed that they were more homogeneous with respect to the measure of performance. And mm. what I'm kind of like understanding mm. from this is possibly to an extent that, and this is just my loose interpretation of it. Dudes are more likely to have spent more time playing this, this I've like, I've played this thing so many times with friends in, in bars and pubs and whatnot. Um, so like um, uh, female uh, viewers, listeners, let me know, did like when you are chilling at a table, enjoying a night out, <laughs> Whilst Don't enjoying the conversation, <laughs> will you just stop? Like, will you be with like your the closest people to you, and then just stop for twenty minutes so that you can all just flip bear mats? Because us guys, we'll all like we'll all meet oh up because like Gary's going for a breakup, and we'll be like, hold on a second, Gary, I want to see if I can flip nine of these in one go. You hold that, hold that thought. <laughs> then we can get back to your personal life. <laughs> Um, but that's the long way round of saying, like, I think there was probably like a more even baseline. I think if they were to get like a large number of women into the lab, this is just my assumption in terms of why when they talk in the language that they use, yeah. the likelihood is that there would have been much more of them who have either never or very rarely done this 
So mm. I think there just might be some more interesting, yeah. like more consistency, yeah. sorry, with yeah. the, like the, I, don't know, I guess yeah. the skill level at like yeah. bear flipping. I would call it pros and cons. I mean, in science, you always have to make these trade-offs. And so what you gain is this more uh, even distribution. I guess that's positive. What you lose is generalizability, you know, because A, they're college students, B, they're all women. C, they're all underage. I think 21, uh, you know, the average age was 20 or something. So anyway, just to put it out there, uh, there's pros and cons with it. It's a pretty big group, it's 207 people. But one of the things that Akin uh, hinted at there, which I think is really important here, is that how the customization helped you depended on whether you customize it for yourself as a self-performer, flipping your own mats, or customize it as a group for group performance. And I thought yes. that was kind of cool. I thought that, that was the was key really difference actually. in this one mm-hmm. as well, right? Mm-hmm. So in the in the pens one, it was all just as an individual. You just go through these like anagrams and they were able to find something that they were a bit like, oh, this is a really cool and interesting finding which matches our hypotheses, tick. So I guess when you now start doing multiple studies, you want to start looking for for different things that kind of all sit within one larger question which you're asking. So this yeah. one was, uh, how does the performance differ if the customization is for an individual versus whether the customization is for a team, a group? Yep. Okay. And did you see the part I could have, how there was a disturbance in one data collection session? Yep. <laughs> I love this <laughs> that- stuff. I, I, I love when these little like details sneak out but there was this one quote that said there was a disturbance in one data collection session that resulted in the participants not taking the procedure seriously and yeah, i just it's because they heard that they were going to be flipping bear coasters and I they turned so. up with a keg started like, tipping each other upside down shotgunning <laughs> now let's play no, you can almost just see that thing going nuts and them using them as frisbees or something, but I just love that. Okay, but here's what they found. They found that in the individual game, when they customized it to express their individual identity, it was a mean of 8.4 versus the shared identity, it was 7.5, which isn't a huge, to be honest, it's like less than one flip, to be honest, but still... It was. It wasn't very strong in terms of statistical significance either. But that was like there was time limits though for this game, right? They had to do yeah. like it was as many flips as they 50, could do in like a, seconds, a yeah, minute, in like a minute. Yeah. So yeah, that. So I guess in that sense, one is quite significant because okay. it's not every if time you, you and flip your friends it, you catch it. One. Well, yeah, because it's not every time you flip it, you catch it. You just have to mark the times when they are, and that's quite a bit of pressure yeah. as well. Um, True. Yeah. Okay, and then the opposite's also true with an even bigger effect. Participants who were working for the shared identity game, when they customized their coaster to express their shared identity, they almost hit 10, as opposed to if they're playing a, a group game, but they did an individual identity, it was 7.2. So that's actually a fairly s- strong effect. And what I love about that is it's showing that it's not merely customizing it that does it. It's customizing it in the spirit of your own um, execution or your own performance, I guess. Yeah. Um, also, we might, we, we might want to say some more, I guess, like larger observations and findings from these, just kind of like considering yep. the time and whatnot. We're trying to keep yep. these to like about like 20 minutes or so. So yep. um, very how often... Far, how, are, how, how long are we in now, Akin? <laughs> I think we're, we're, we're very much around that mark now, which is like... This is my, my so semi-slick way of... <laughs> but there, there were two more studies as well. And um, 
So like from, from my understanding, I'm just going to kind of give like a, a, a brief understanding of mm. kind of like what was going on. Well, at least what I kind of like was taking from these, these two studies. Maybe I'll say a little bit about study three and then you might want to say a little bit about Great. study four. I honestly study four, they just went in so many different directions that they, they lost me. So I'm like, Dan, would you like <laughs> to say something? But, but like, um, I, I believe in study three, what they were looking at was, the importance of the actual pursuit of a goal. So and how much they desired that goal. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 That kind of like the darts, right? Yes. So this was like, they would, they were able to customize the flights on a dart. So like in a regular dart, uh, dart stick, a regular dart <laughs> dart that you get the little paper things at the back of it. That's what helps it to kind of like glide through the sky. And very often that's like where the branding is. Like if you're like one of these like betting companies or like alcohol companies that love like kind of like branding for sports events, when you find out that the sport is darts, you're like, what the hell am I going to brand on this piece of equipment? Oh, here's a piece so of paper. Just a piece of paper. Let's freaking get <laughs> bet six 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 all over that bad boy. Um, <laughs> so um, so they gave the participants the opportunity to instead design those, and after they they were like getting really manipulative as yeah. well with these. Like you you your 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 gang Dan your all like science gang crafty, you guys are like yeah because they were like after they customized it i believe they kind of like threw some test darts yeah but then they showed them like the average like the average of um and that was me doing air quotes by the way listeners of what other groups and individuals were getting and That's so it. they would either show them one which said that you're in like the the top 81 percentile and then they were trying to see whether that was like motivating them mm-hmm. uh, more or whether they felt more motivated or lifted. But then there was other groups that they were saying, oh, you're part of like the, the, the bottom 19 percentile. So yeah. like it was like now knowing that you have a custom dart, how motivated do you feel to kind of like, I guess, improve? Is, is that kind of... Well, I, it's they almost start- more around, um, did they change... They changed like how expressive they felt that the dart was. I don't know if you remember that part or not, but to be honest, to take listeners and read uh, listeners and the viewers down that path, it's going to take too long. So I think that maybe at a at a slightly one up level, we could stay at the at the point of like yet another replication with a whole new type of product, which is darts. And the idea that by giving people fake feedback on like you nailed it versus you didn't really do very well at all, you can kind of have them shift how much that mattered to their identity. Um, Yes. The way that I interpreted that act, and again, um, you know, I didn't do this study, so I don't know exactly uh, what they were trying to do. But the way that I, as a researcher, interpreted that was, it was yet more evidence that these products do become kind of identity reflective in the sense that like, Oh, if I suck at it, then I'm going to disassociate with it, with the activity. And I thought that's that was it. Actually, yes. I, yeah. I thought that was kind of cool in a way that, um, you know, like they lied to them on the one hand, but the people bought it. It's like, Oh, I'm not good at that. Okay. Well then that's not really me. And I thought that was sort of like a uh, good construct validation because it showed the identity was involved in the dart <laughs> and in the game, you know? So, yeah. Okay. And, and cause that was with the questionnaires that they did before and after, right? Okay. Just, just, so, just for the, uh, the listeners and the viewers, just so they, they can get an idea of how that was measured prior to throwing the darts initially after customizing them, 
or at least before throwing them, they, they answered some questionnaire questions, which was like how about the, their identity in, as an individual, I guess in terms of things like competency and likability and dot, dot, dot. And then after doing the, the dart throwing and then seeing where they were in terms of in relation to other people, they then filled out the questionnaire again. And then it was looking for where those movements were in terms of how people feel about themselves. Yes. Thank you very much for helping me out with that one, Dan, because oh, honestly, oh. three and four, they just... Well, they're really going off on it. And I think that for, if I was watching us right now, I think what I would be most interested in is at the level of like, shit, they replicate it in five different studies with three different types of products and it keeps working, you know, and that's kind of interesting. And then this identity that they were able to show that the identity moved depending on this fake feedback. I think that that's the level at which we're able to kind of squeeze this orange and that's, that's the nectar. And now if we go up another level, um, because we do, I guess, want to close, we can talk about like what this means to us. And um, if I had to say just kind of quickly what, what it means to me, like as I closed the paper, I mean, part of it was a little bit of thank God because it's an awful lot of reading, but I, um, I sort of walked away with the impression that that's really fairly cool that by imputing myself into a product, it makes me want to stick at the product longer. It makes me want to use more of myself in pursuing the task. It makes me more connected to the task. And because I'm a, I'm more of a work psychologist, all of that shifted right into what this means for work. And I really do think that there is a, a, a trick that is being missed with most leaders mm. where we're just not thinking about allowing employees to customize their own work. But what's so cool with COVID-19 and everybody working at home, that's exactly what's happening right now. We're all being forced to customize our own work around our strengths. And so I've talked to so many friends that are finding this to actually be a delicious time to work because they can kind of do it their own way and they yeah. can like use their own skills to get the thing done the way they think is best. So uh, this study would suggest that that would mean more labor, like they're applying themselves longer, but also doing better work. So that's kind of a cool thing for me. That's, I feel like that's a pretty sweet uh, landing point as well. Thank you very much, Dan. Uh, uh, listeners, uh, thank you very much for those of you who have like already subscribed to Squeezing the Orange. Uh, if you are on iTunes, do us a solid, give us a five-star review. That would be fantastic. It'll keep us uh, motivated and also help us with like the, uh, I don't know, everyone uses the word algorithm now. Like I've, It's like I know what it means. I don't really know what it means, but it's going to help us out with algorithms. Man. It's the thing that makes Google... <laughs> Put us in everybody's window. In their face, yeah. Hey, you want to see these guys? <laughs> um, and if no. you are on YouTube, as <laughs> if you are watching us on YouTube, firstly, hey. Uh, secondly, if you could hit subscribe, like, um, and if you think you know anyone who might like think that this is like a, a pretty sweet conversation to listen in on, like share it with them, just ping it their way. Oh, and we've got the comment section on YouTube as well. So if you have any thoughts about the customization of products, maybe you've like been to like the Nike store and you've got yourself some like customized running shoes. Did that help you complete like a, a 5k, a 10k, a half, a full marathon? Um, are you now working on your first, um, I don't build know, Iron Man or whatever? Build, yeah, yeah, build a bear as well, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what the performance element of that is going to be, but if you've somehow managed to put a builder bear to work, please write about that. 
Please write about a bunch of chores. <laughs> okay. Goodbye, everyone. Ciao. <laughs>